a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Side sources. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL News Radio today. And in our final segment, uh, we, we hear a lot about building walls these days. And obviously, there's going to be a debate in the coming days, as uh, most people have been distracted by the wall-to-wall impeachment coverage. Not a lot of people are focused on the fact that the government has got to be funded. It runs out of money on the 20th. And so uh, one of the sticking points is funding for the wall. Uh, And so there is a great debate about building a wall on the southern border. We have a a lot of political parties and special interest groups that are focused on building walls of separation uh, rather than really becoming inclusive and creating opportunities. And so with all the talk of all the walls that are abounding in this country today, I wanted to focus on a a wall that I think is really worth building. It's a wall I've actually been building for about 30 years now. And it is a, it's a bit of a wall of fame, actually. And it's not the typical kind of wall of fame that you would think about that would have a lot of uh, sports autographs on it or, uh, you know, images of of great legendary sports and athletes. Uh, It's a, it's a different one. And it's a wall of people who have made a difference uh, in my world. So now I I am, uh, those of you who know me, I am a a diehard sports fanatic. Uh, The the rule at our house is we will watch anything as long as it's competitive. And that includes spelling bees, cornhole championships, uh, tiddlywinks, uh, you name it. If it's competitive, we will watch and we will debate it and we will talk about the strategy of it. We love that. And uh, so over the years, I I actually uh, owned for a couple of years some uh, sports memorabilia stores, Field of Dreams, down in San Diego, California. And those were great fun to run. Uh, Not that they were really profitable, but, man, when you can deal in sports memorabilia all day, that's a fun day. And so we did that. And and then as I looked at my wall uh, that had a lot of the great baseball players over the years, I had Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle and uh, autographs from a lot of those uh, great players over the years. Uh, but then I had this moment, uh, we were, I was actually unpacking, we were moving into a, a new place and I was putting things up on my bookshelf and I had started to pull out my collection of baseballs and I noticed that I had a, uh, a book that I was going to put on the shelf and it was actually a book that was given to me by my third grade teacher, Mary Faulkner. Uh, she gave me that book for no reason. She wrapped it up nice, wrote me a great note, challenged me to read it, and it, it changed everything for me. It gave me a sense of history and story and uh, just in, expanded my brain and my world in ways that uh, are just immeasurable today. And so I, I wondered, you know, this was someone who was uh, uh, never married, uh, who was this third grade teacher. And I wondered if she was still around and she was. And so I, I sent her a baseball and asked her if she would sign it for me. And she did with great delight, and it was so fun to put her on that wall. 
And that was the beginning of me building a wall that really mattered. Far more important than the uh, baseball legends and athletes that I had put on the wall in the past. I started to look and think about the people who had made such a difference in my life that they deserved a spot in my wall of fame. And it became just a, a really great, a really fun tradition uh, to be watching for those. And, and my children started to do it as well. Uh, I've told the story before of uh, my daughter, Rachel, uh, when we lived in San Diego. She was about five years old. She was my baseball buddy. She'd go to the San Diego Padres games with me. And we went one night, and the Padres were horrible. They, I mean, they were just miserable. But we would watch the game. Rachel loved every minute of it. She'd help me keep scoring the scorebook, and she'd dance in the aisles in between innings. And, you know, she'd stay for the whole game. She'd want to see it all. And we were at one game, and and it was an awful game. It was the, the Padres against the New York Mets. So that gives you some quality indicators on what kind of baseball this was. It was not good. Uh, and there was a guy sitting next to us who struck up a, a little conversation with my daughter, Rachel. And she's five years old. He's amazed that she could be so excited and so caught up in an incredibly boring baseball game. And so they chatted a little bit. But as the game went on, the section we were sitting in started to get pretty rowdy. Uh, There was a lot of drinking going on and uh, way beyond my comfort zone. And so Rachel and I got up and, and moved seats, something you could always do at a Padres game because most of the seats were empty. So we went and we sat in another section and continued to enjoy the game. Uh, the very next inning, one of the Mets players got up and hit a foul ball, and it went right back where we used to be sitting. And this guy we'd been sitting next to, he totally sprawls out across the seats, catches the ball. Uh, best catch of the night, no question. He holds it up, and all the fans cheer, you know, great catch. And then he immediately spun around and ran over to where we were sitting. And he handed the ball to Rachel. And you would have thought she had just won the lottery. She was thrilled. And the fans all cheered. You know, how cute. The guy gave the ball to the little girl. And so they kind of gave him a little applause there. And as he's going back to sit in his seat, he looks back over his shoulder where we were sitting. And Rachel's holding on tight to her new prize. And then Rachel just blows him this great big kiss. And it was up on the Jumbotron. So the whole stadium just erupts in applause. Well, as the game went on, I was thinking, you know, we could take our ball and go home, uh, but it's just going to end up in the closet with all the other mitts and bats and junk. And I didn't want Rachel to lose that moment. So during the seventh inning stretch, I I sent her back down to this young man, gave her my pen and said, go down and have him sign that baseball for you. Have him autograph it. And so she went down there and presented it to him. He looked up at me like I was some sort of crazy person asking for his autograph. Uh, But then I came down and I explained to him that at our house, we have a wall worth building, a wall of fame. And I said, you're never going to make it to Cooperstown, uh, but you're going to make it in our wall of fame tonight. And then I watched as as he signed it to Rachel from Kevin Munn. And suddenly it became significant. And it's been on our wall. And it was interesting when my, my daughter, Rachel, left to go to college. One of the first things she packed for her dorm room was her Kevin Munn baseball because it had made a difference. It became uh, its own legacy of here a total stranger gave her an act of kindness that, that made a difference. And we all have people like that in our lives. Uh, it's been a thrill for me this year. I've I, Just in the last couple of months, I've added new baseballs to my wall. Uh, we had Doris Kearns Goodwin in town 
uh, her approach to history has made a difference for me. So I had her sign a baseball while she was in town. George Will uh, did a podcast with him uh, earlier this year. He signed a baseball for me. Uh, But I have baseballs from dear friends. I have baseballs from former bosses and employers and coaches and scoutmasters. and, And the list goes on and on and on and on. And the important thing is that we start looking for those people who are making a difference in our life. And just think about that today. Think about someone who's really had an impact on you and maybe invite them to become part of your wall. It just might be a wall worth building to just get a collection of signatures of people who've made a difference in your life, who's taught you something, who's given you something of value, who mentored you, coached you, uh, led you to a new place or space of thinking, uh, all of those things can make an enormous difference. So there are some walls out there that really are worth building. And the walls most worth building are those of the people who make a difference in our lives. All right, that's going to do it for us today on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for being with us. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.